Welcome to Transpersonal Journey. I'm Irene Siegel. Thank you for joining me as we bring ancient wisdom into modern times, following our path into the transpersonal spiritual realms and back. I would like to talk to you today about the power of ceremony. Most of us, most likely, have some experience with ceremony. In different religions, there are different ceremonies that might go along with different religious holidays. In my family, I grew up where we would celebrate Hanukkah and we would light the Hanukkah candles. And this was a ritual that we would do every year. My family was not particularly religious, but we would pay attention to Hanukkah. However, I never really understood the power of ceremony until I started studying shamanism. And it was during my first trip to South America with my teachers, Alberto Vialdo and his teachers, that we would do the internal work. And for those of you that have listened to my previous podcast on the medicine wheel, you have some idea of the kind of work that I was taught. We would do the work um, of transformation, whether it was releasing the past or facing our fears or whatever it might be. And we would bring it into ceremony. And it was in Peru that I learned the power of ceremony. We were taken through a fire ceremony, which is one of the most powerful ceremonies in South American Incan tradition. But here's the important thing that I learned. It's the intention within the ceremony that's what makes it powerful. So when I would go through lighting Hanukkah candles, I mean, it was a fun time for family. Or during Passover when we would sit and have a Seda. You know, it was meaningful to the family, but I never really grasped the intention behind it. When you're in a process of change and transformation, ceremony can be a pivotal point in that process. When we do a fire ceremony, we call on the four directions, we call on the major archetypes of nature, we bring in those energies, we invite in our inner guides and teachers, and we open to the spirit world. We set an intention to walk between the worlds and to connect to spirit and to present an offering for that fire ceremony. And in that ceremony, we make the offering and the offering represents the part of us that we are releasing to spirit for transformation. And I learned how to focus my intention on my offering, which is usually a stick, but it could be other things that burn. And we were shown how to release that stick into the fire. And the stick would burn, but the fire was converted to what's called a friendly fire. So if we passed our hands through the fire, our hands would not burn. Now, don't try this at home. This has to be done with a skilled 
healer or shamanic practitioner. But I'm using it as an example to help you understand the power of that ceremony. Because when we placed our offering, almost immediately, you can sense spirit responding by presenting a challenge in our lives that would help us see our own strength or our own change, or would help us have to reach deep inside to find that change, to address our life as spiritual warriors and not feeling victimized in our process. It was that experience that I brought home with me from Peru that has become an ongoing experience for me. As a matter of fact, we were told by the teachers to go home and to do fire ceremonies on the full moon. Well, not only was this important to me because it was so powerful, but I learned why we were doing ceremony. We were putting an intention in motion and it became a communication between my personality self, and my higher self, and the great spirit. So it wasn't just going through ceremony because it was family tradition. Those those ceremonies in family tradition were important, but they didn't have the depth of meaning for me because I wasn't taught that. I try to bring ceremony into my life in other ways. I certainly teach it to others that work with me. We do transformational ceremonies on retreats and in classes to help them focus the intention of what they're asking to transform. But as a therapist, I might even bring ceremony into the therapeutic process. So I've worked with clients that have been going through grief because of a loss in their life. And some have been through prolonged grief and they can't seem to recover from the loss of a family member or a loved one. And they can't seem to grasp the meaning of it. And that becomes the crux of the work that they bring into therapy. They want to be able to heal from that loss and to heal from whatever sense of guilt might go along with that loss, whether it's survival guilt or feeling as if they didn't do enough for the person that they lost. These can all come up and it prolongs the healing process under those circumstances. So there may be a time where I ask my clients to create ceremony, to release the person to spirit, to send them on their way with love and light, and to release their connection so that they could move forward. They're usually afraid that if they release someone in ceremony, it means that they're not going to feel them anymore. And that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about releasing the negative beliefs or the overwhelming emotions that interfere with how they function in their everyday world. So ceremony can be helpful. Even even daily ceremony, usually I will ask clients to keep a journal while they're in psychotherapy with me. And this is to just track what's changing with them from day to day. And I'll suggest that they sit quietly, maybe at the same time every day, 
to take some deep breaths, to go deep within, and to find the deeper internal feelings, and to write about it. So it becomes somewhat of a ritual that then they can bring back into therapy, that then they can bring into larger ceremony. So it's in ceremony that we take that transpersonal journey from the ordinary to the non-ordinary and back. And if there is ceremony that you do because it's been passed down in your family, find out the deeper meaning. Why are you doing it? What's behind it? The first time I did a fire ceremony in Peru, after the ceremony, there were, were a group of us who talked about how familiar it seemed. Some of the women said, oh, I light a candle every Friday night. Others talked about the ceremonial process that they see in their own religious upbringing that was present in a fire ceremony. Now, shamanism predates religion, and it's it's a body of knowledge and not a religious practice. But as religion has risen up through that practice, there are elements that we can see that may have or may not have meaning to us, depending upon how we were introduced to them. You know, in shamanism, I was taught that we speak with spirit, not to spirit. And that's different than being in a religion where there are priests or rabbis who are the intermediary. My teacher, Alberto Vialdo, would say that when I first started to study with him. And I learned the true meaning of that because it was through meditation and ceremony that I learned to speak with spirit, not to spirit. So ceremony, if it's done regularly, can be a powerful addition to one's healing process. Whether it's a full moon monthly ceremony, or whether it's a weekly candle lighting ceremony, or whether it's whatever you want to create. There are times with clients that I will ask them, how would you like to create ceremony around this to bring conclusion to your process? What does that mean? And so it comes from them. They start to create it for themselves. They might find a place in their home and create an altar. That's something that I believe is really important, to have a space where you can meditate, where you can do ceremony. When I had come back from South America and I started to do fire ceremonies, I was doing them in my home at the time. I had a fireplace, and we would do monthly full moon ceremonies. And in the summer, we would do it in the backyard. And um, it just grew from month to month. People who I didn't even know were coming to the ceremony because they were invited by others that were attending. And it really was open to anyone who wanted to come, anyone who wanted to share in that. People from my neighborhood would come. They would show up in my backyard in the summertime. 
And because it was ceremonial, we weren't chit-chatting. So I didn't even know much about them. But they were familiar faces. And it came to the point where I would notify my community that I was doing a fire ceremony. Interestingly enough, there were times where other neighbors might see the smoke coming out from my backyard, even though I was following all of the fire regulations, and they would call the fire department, and firemen would come, they'd come into the backyard, they would see what we were doing, and they would stand there really quietly. They wouldn't interrupt, and we didn't stop, and we did invite them into the ceremony, and they would participate. And then when we were finished, they would leave. So ceremony in that way can bring community together if it's done on that large a scale. It brought me together with my Shimana community. I had other friends who were studying with the same teachers who would do monthly fire ceremonies. And there were times that I would go to their fire ceremonies. And they would hold huge fire ceremonies and there would be drumming there and there would be Spirit would be there in all of its glory. And it was tangible. We could feel it. And we would depart after the ceremony and something was different. Ceremony can be something that is less ornate. It could just be something that one does with your family. Maybe once a week you gather with your family for a family gathering. Light a candle. Sit with your family. Have a discussion. Go deeper into the discussion about what you want to bring up to the family. Open up communication. Set intention. The intention that you set in ceremony has power to it. It's an overarching force that's set in motion. And the power of that can be seen through your experience with it. So try it and notice what changes for you, what changes for your family, what changes in terms of your connection in your community. I've seen it over the years with people that come to me for meditation practice. And ceremony is always a part of the work. And over time, I can see the change in them, emotionally, vibrationally, and they verbalize it. So it was at the beginning of the COVID pandemic that I decided to offer free online meditations to anyone who wanted to show up. And it was really initially to help people cope, but really it was able to help people rise above the feelings of fear and sadness and stress. So there was an intention on my end to provide something routinely that would awaken consciousness. And it became just that. It became a routine It became something expectable. I would call on spirit. I would connect to the Mother Earth. I would invite in our teachers and our guides. I would do an invocation. 
and everybody was able to bring in their own references. But what happens in ceremony is your reference point becomes your soul. We put aside our logical mind and we just open to receive and we just open to be one with spirit. And I have seen over the many months that we've been dealing with a pandemic in our world, the people that have been more regular at coming to the meditations, their whole demeanor changes. Their faces look different. Their energy looks different. They talk about how they're able to cope differently with what's going on for them. One of my key phrases is, if you can't go out, meaning the pandemic, if you can't go out, then go deeper in. And when ceremony has meaning and intention attached to it, we go deeper in. We're not in it alone. We're in it with spirit. We're in it with guides. We're in it with the higher part of ourselves. So if you find that you're going through your life following ceremony that's been passed down through your ancestry and it doesn't have a lot of meaning to you, learn more about it. Learn the true meaning of it. And then bring that meaning into the ceremony itself. It will change your experience of ceremony. So I want to thank you for being with me today. And for more information about classes or events, you can go to my website, drirenesiegel.com. That's D-R-I-R-E-N-E-S-I-E-G-E-L.com. And I look forward to being with you next time. Aho. Uh-huh.